Jesus spent so much time with God. Can you believe it? I mean, he was busy. He was real busy being like the son of God, the savior, the Messiah, healing everyone, preaching to everyone, starting Christianity, important things. But he prayed for hours a day. You know, he spent so much time with God, which is so interesting because like I was talking to my friend about this yesterday. So like crazy that we're talking about it today, but we were talking about the idea of discernment, you know, and how to know whether something that's presented to you. You know, because there's a lot of opportunities you'll get that are clearly good, opportunities you get that are clearly bad. You know, like you have a chance to do a bad thing. You have a chance to do a good thing, like help somebody, whatever. You get a lot of opportunities that aren't black and white like that. Should I talk to this person? Should I go to this event? Should I like do this random thing that isn't going to negatively affect anyone, but I don't really know how it's going to work out, right? Discernment is tough. Knowing whether something is from God or whether it's from the world can be tough. And... um. I don't know, we were, we were talking about how, like, Jesus was God, you know, like, Jesus was one with God, and he still spent so much time a day talking to God, you know, he still set, spent so much time, like, asking to, like, know God's will, to be the representation of God's will, you know, like, that is, and, and for people like us who are far, you know, less perfect, that can't be overlooked like you have to spend time doing that because jesus did that and he was perfect you know yeah and jesus said and you can have faith in these things you don't have to be like some people think that it's humble to be like oh but i might mess it up that is not humility that is a lack of faith that is doubt you do not have to think oh but i might mess it up no you think i am a child of god jesus said I'm the good shepherd and my sheep hear my voice. And so it is okay to be like, God, I know, Lord, that I hear your voice. God is pleased with that prayer of faith. That's not arrogant. You know, some people are afraid to say that. It's like, no, you reread in the Bible where it says that Jesus left you the Holy Spirit, where he says, I'm not going to leave you as an orphan, but I have a helper for you. You reread it. You say, I know that this is true. I know that you are with me and I hear your voice and maybe I don't have a clear answer today. Fine. Tomorrow I'll have one. Then the next day comes. You still don't have a clear answer tomorrow. You, you keep going and you keep telling God, no, I know I will hear your voice because I hear it. doesn't mean you'll hear it right now. You know, you'll have your perfect answer laid out for you. Sometimes it does, but sometimes it doesn't. But you operate in the faith of I am a child of God and I know I hear the voice of Christ. And like I said, I think people are very afraid to just identify with that. And it's like, no, you need to identify with that. In fact, the Bible says that if you want to please God, you have to believe that he exists and he rewards those who seek him. So literally the scripture is, if you want to please God, you have to believe that he rewards those who seek him. So like, if you're like, oh, little me, I don't know. Other people hear God. I don't know if I could hear God. This is not the way to think. This is not the way we're supposed to think, you know? So um, I think that is how to have discernment is ridiculous faith that you will have discernment <laughs> and then yeah. and then you pray and then and spend time in the word you know like that's Jesus what did. i was that's what i was gonna say mm-hmm. is um the other thing to think about too is you don't like i struggled with this for a long time like 
people say all the time, oh, God told me to do this. God told me to do that. And for the longest time, I was like, God doesn't tell me to do anything. You know, yeah. like God doesn't part the clouds and say, hey, Trev, what's up? You should go like have a burrito, you know. Mm-hmm. But when you start to think of it like any other relationship, you know, you don't know the intricacies of someone's personality or how they speak or what their voice sounds like or what they mean or how they communicate things unless you spend time with them, yeah. you know? Like, I, I'm i not going to run into some rando on the subway and and say, oh, I, I can't understand him. I don't know, like, what he wants. You don't know him. Yeah. So, but, you know, if I talk to him every day for a long time, I'm going to start to learn those things. I'm going to start to learn how he expresses things to yeah. me. And he expresses things differently like that random guy on the subway will express things differently to me than he does to someone else, you know, and God's the same way. Yeah. So like, I think you have to just, it, <laughs> full circle, you have to just do the things, you know, yeah. you have to like, you have to just pray. You have to just read the word because yeah. that you're building a relationship just like any human relationship. Yeah. Like you have, like you will learn how God speaks and what he wants and what he means and what he intends for you if you just spend time with him. Yeah. It can be very difficult and it was for me for uh, most of my life to know what he is saying and to feel like that doesn't really happen to me. You know, it happens to other people. It doesn't really happen to me. That's a really easy trap to fall into when you're not doing those things, when you're not spending time with someone, you know? And also, yeah, absolutely. You're totally right. And even, um, you know, Jesus says like, if you like in so many places, knock, and the door will be answered. Seek, and you will find. It doesn't say like, and the word seek, you know, like is like a keep looking kind of thing, and you will find. And also, it says like, you know, if you ask your dad for some bread, does he give you a snake? No. So how much more will God give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? I wrote a devotion about that verse for the journey. You uh, did? About my dad, yeah. Cool. I love that verse. Yeah, me too. And I cling to it. Yeah. And I'm just like, and I have had a relationship with God since I was a little girl, you know? And I I don't think there's a day that goes by that I don't ask God to fill me with the Holy Spirit, you know? Because I keep asking and I keep, because the, the, literally the language of the Bible, keep asking, keep seeking, you know? And so if you want to be close to God, you ask and you keep asking and you put one foot in front of the other to find him you know that's what you do and you and it takes such humility to do it but that's that's how you do it that's how you do it if you're not a christian that's how you do it if you are a christian you know you just say i mean i just prayed this this morning trevor of like god like i want to be so close to you that is what i want and i know that you like, we'll do this, you know, like you will help me to be close to you. You know, I never stop praying that prayer. I never think to myself like that. I, that it just, I never take it for granted, you know, like I, I know that I'm close to God. And, and like I said, I have that confidence that I'm filled with the Holy spirit, but like I keep telling God what I want, you know, that's what I want. And so, and if you're, and we've mentioned this before, but if you're praying that prayer, God fill me with the Holy Spirit. Those things that you want will be shaped by God. You yeah. know, the things that are on your heart, you can be confident are things that are 
totally fine to be on your heart. You know, like I used to have that problem too, where it'd be like, I don't want to pray for things I want because I should pray for the things that God wants, you know? And like, but if the Holy Spirit's in you and the Holy Spirit's in everyone, then like God will like put the things on your heart, you know, like you can feel comfortable asking for those things, you know? Yes. So in Nehemiah, it says this, which was so encouraging. Nehemiah goes, he's talking about how to like manage the building of the wall and you know there's all there's the singers and there's the the priests and all this stuff and he uses the language he's like god put this god put it in my heart to split people up in this way and i love the language of that cuz right there i was like well that's it like that's evidence that god gives gives me ideas right cuz nehemiah says i had this idea to do this thing but it was god who put it in my heart to do it you know and i was like that's me too God gives me ideas on how to do things. 100% does. You know, it happened in Nehemiah. It happens to me, you know? And so that gave me great confidence that you mm. can cling to what you just said of like, it's God that puts ideas into your heart, you know? If, if, if you're, if you're, again, if you're, yeah, yes. there's a stipulation there. <laughs> if because you're seeking if you're, God. If, if you're not spending any time with God, who's to say? Oh, you know, gosh, like, yeah. Like, and, and I, because you're, a, you know, you're an organism with a lot of things going on, you know, like you could get an urge to, you know, this is, this also goes back to the idea that God would never recommend something that like goes against what he said or puts him in second place, you know, mm-hmm. like you could have this urge to like rip 10 shots in a row. Okay. But like, that's not from God, you right. know, just because it's on your heart doesn't mean it's from God. Yeah. But when you are... Like, like spending time with a friend when you're spent, like when you get to know how somebody works and how they speak to you and how they think you will know, you will know know. what comes from them. You know, you will know what they mean. 